Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button today? And let's jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now our first story is going to follow with an update and it's from just a big brother who says am I the asshole for exposing my parents favoritism. My parents have always favored my younger brother. I was by no means unloved but it was blatantly obvious who they cared about more. I worked a part time job to get my first car but my brother got one as a present. It wasn't new but was much newer than my car. It was the same with just about anything else like clothes video games and cell phones. I'm 18 and taking a gap year before community college to work a full-time job and save money for tuition. But a while back, I heard my parents talking about how much they were going to pay for my brother's tuition. I secretly recorded the conversation from around the corner and then came out asking my parents why they were going to pay for my brother's college, but not mine. They didn't notice my phone was recording and just said that my brother needs more help. I asked how so when I wasn't getting any sort of scholarship and he likely wouldn't either. Then I asked a few more questions about why things have always been this way. They got mad and my father told me that perhaps this time I moved out because they're sick of keeping a roof over my head. I pointed out I pay rent, but they didn't care. I left my room and in a fit of rage uploaded the video to two different social medias I have and ranted about how this is how my parents have always been. While a few hours my parents were pounding at my door. My dad was screaming at me about how I made them look bad. We fought some more and they left the room fuming. My grandparents contacted me later and said they were appalled, then came to visit with a lot of the family the next day. There was a huge family intervention. My parents were made to sit on the couch and look at their feet while being told off. It was then I found out that they'd been receiving money for years from my grandparents to help pay with family expenses. My brother looked like he didn't know what to do, so he sided with the rest of the family and said he's noticed how I'm treated as well. My parents gave me a huge apology that sounded forced. My grandparents had offered that I come live with them soon and will cut off the monthly payments to my parents. My father told me I should have never told the rest of the family and now won't talk to me. And my mother has been crying for days, so I'm starting to wonder if I went too far. So, am I the arsehole for exposing my parents' favoritism? No, you're definitely not the arsehole in this situation and they're only mad now because they've been exposed, of course. And I was shocked myself to see that your grandparents have been actually given them like payments towards the family expenses 
And I never quite understand how, you know, parents can favor one child to, to this extreme to, you know, to give one like college tuition and not the other. It just doesn't make sense in my mind. So absolutely not the arsehole. And I'm gonna be very interested in this update if they did move out or what happened. Okay mode 2038 says, not the arsehole. Your parents are just pissed because people know the truth about them and they're no longer going to be receiving handouts from your grandparents. That's what they're really upset about, losing the free money. Go live with your grandparents. They sound awesome with how quickly they backed you. Love Beach 8 says, not the arsehole all the way. As someone who was cast aside because my parents favored my younger sibling over my brother and I, I applaud you loud and clear. Go live with your grandparents if that's what you want or go stay with friends. I have a feeling you're going to be just fine and excel at whatever career you choose. You didn't go too far. You conquered. Quinn Good says not the arsehole. Go live with your grandparents. Save your money and get your education. You didn't cause this. They did. Good luck and hugs. Anonymous for this says and quotes, Now I feel like if I move in with my grandparents, I may just be running away. And then says, running away from what exactly? Your parents are extracting rent from you instead of helping you with college fees. Your grandparents are family too and clearly care for you, which is more than you can say for your parents. Sweet 101 Trash who says, not the asshole. They were given monthly payments for family expenses, not their favorite child's expenses. Plus, if they didn't do anything wrong, they wouldn't be upset about you telling the rest of the family, nor would there be an intervention. Favoritism is horrible and causes a lot of damage. I mean, you're getting kicked for asking why your little brother was getting help and you weren't. Hope you take your grandparents' offer to move out and save money to pay tuition fees. Oh, and don't feel guilty about anything. Your parents made this bed and they have to lay in it, not you. Nikitu says, not the asshole. Don't feel bad for those crocodile tears. They are not sad that they treated you poorly and favored one kid over the other. They are sad that they are being cut off from further financial help and that their shitty actions were exposed. They made their bed and now they can lay in it. Go live with your grandparents, save your money and get your education. I'm glad you have family members that will care for you the way your parents should have been caring for you but chose not to. So update. I decided to go ahead and call my grandparents to accept their offer to move in. During the phone call, I asked them why there were monthly payments being sent to my parents. Turns out my parents were living beyond their means for a while because my mother quit her job to be a full-time stay-at-home mum. My grandparents decided to help out by sending them money monthly to help with my parents' mortgage and also to set aside some of the money for college savings for both my brother and I that was to be split evenly. Turns out my parents only planned to put savings towards my brother's college and that's also how they bought his car as well. So from now on, my parents are now on their own financially. Likely, my mother will have to go back to work to help my dad keep the mortgage. I confronted my parents and asked why they've always treated my brother as the favorite, then asked if there was something I needed to know. Turns out there was nothing, literally nothing. I'm not an affair baby, not even an unplanned pregnancy. They just like my brother more. I was mad as hell and we argued a lot before I left the room because I had enough. My grandparents showed up on Saturday with a moving truck. My parents were floored when we started bringing in boxes to pack. My father got in our way and I reminded him how he said that I should move out, so I am. My mother cried some more and said that my father was just angry in the moment when he said that and that they had been counting on my rent money to help with my brother's college fund. I asked if that meant he would never have to pay rent like I did when he turns 18. My father then said that since I was taking a gap year to work, then my rent money could have helped my brother. 
which means they never intended for him to get a job while going to college. My grandpa was enraged and confronted my father, saying he raised him better than this. He chewed him out saying he's never been more disappointed in him and they will no longer receive any more financial support, then said he'd disown them both if they ever tried to retaliate against me for exposing them. My father backed down and neither he or my mother said another word to me. I had a bit of an awkward conversation with my brother as we said our goodbyes to each other and that was it. I just got in my car, waved and drove off. I'm now fully moved into my new room at my grandparents' house. It's a little smaller, but nice. And my grandparents are very welcoming. I'm going to keep working hard to move forward from here. And I appreciate everyone's support. And I don't want to finish with like a cheesy line on this one, but I feel incredibly proud for this person to be standing up for themselves the way they are and for their grandparents as well for being absolutely awesome people and welcoming them into their home. And like one of the comments said previously, backing OP up so quickly on this. And I was left with questions in my head as I was reading it. Like, was the parents, are they really sad that OP is moving out now? I mean, they did tell him to move out previously. And then wife said, you know, father just said that out of anger. Or are they just really upset because they're not getting that rent money? Another source of income that they will be losing. They're losing the grandparents' money. They're also losing the rent money now. It's going to put them in a more difficult position. What do you guys reckon on that one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another cheeky story. And our next story comes from GLB Tex who says, am I the asshole for expecting my best friend to save money over two to three years to come to my destination wedding? I met my fiance on vacation and now live abroad. Despite this, my friend and I have kept up regularly and are still best friends. Three to six months before I was engaged, my partner and I started planning a destination wedding. We didn't want a wedding in either of our home countries and wanted for all of our closest friends and family to get to know one another and celebrate our relationship since it will be near impossible to ever have everyone together again. We chose a destination that is notoriously cheap and we hope to pay for as much as we can for our guests so that their biggest expense would just be flights. We understand that most people can't afford an international flight with 6-12 to 12 months notice. So before we were even engaged, we told our closest friends and family our plan to give them time to save. My friend was very excited for the wedding and seemed to be fine with making the destination work. Covid happened and our wedding that we planned for the end of 2021 or mid-2022 had to be postponed to 2023. When I was first engaged, my friend was single. Just over a year later, today, she tells me that her boyfriend and her are getting engaged and having their wedding in 2023. I mentioned how crazy 2023 will be with so many weddings, not complaining about her date at all because I knew I would make it work for her. She informs me that she will likely not come to my wedding if it's a destination wedding anymore. She says she doesn't have enough vacation days. She explained that she has three weeks off, one for the honeymoon, one to visit her family who lives a few hours away, and a whole week off for wedding planning. I mentioned that she probably didn't need to take a full week off for wedding planning, and she said that everyone takes off time to meet with vendors. I mentioned that a lot of people get married while having full-time jobs, and that vendors are able to have weekend meetings for that reason. But she dismisses me that I don't understand how weddings work in her area. She then says that even though she would have had three years notice that the US inflation has increased 5% and so she can't afford it in addition to paying for her wedding in 2023 and buying a house in 2022. She also told me that she can't afford her partner's flight and he can't either since he doesn't make a lot of money. 
I asked if she'd be willing to come without him. She said no because she didn't want to travel alone. Even after I mentioned that she could travel with one of our mutual friends, she still said no. She said that because we didn't have a set date, I couldn't have expected her to put money aside for a wedding and that life goes on and she has other expenses. I felt like she was putting me in a position to choose between the wedding I've been dreaming of for the past two years and having my best friend there. Now it's sad that your best friend won't be coming to your wedding. I, I think it's, I don't think you can be too cross about it if you have this type of wedding. I kind of almost put it in the same category as, you know, like if you're going to have a child-free wedding, you can't expect the couple to come because they can't find babysitters. You know, it was your choice to have that wedding, so you got to expect a few people to not be able to come. I know you gave them like three years or so to save up for it, but you know, life happens. You can't expect them to just put their whole lives on hold, not have their wedding, not buy a house. Sure, they could be, you know, putting a little money aside each month, but at the same time, that little bit of money could be going towards their house. So for the question itself, am I the asshole for expecting, and I think that's the key word there, that you're expecting your friend to turn up, Yes, you would be the asshole in this situation. I think currently though, you know, your friend has given you a reason and you should just respect that and say, okay, fair enough. You know, you got your plans and just go with it. Because I think if you just keep pushing this now, you're just going to damage your relationship. And is that what you want in the end? That's up to you, I guess. But let's go to the comments to see what they say with Firefly232 who says, you would be the asshole if you keep pushing this, I think. She's saying no in many different ways here. Essentially, it's not within her budget. Unfortunately, this is a downside of destination weddings. You end up with even close people dropping out. Doclanator says, dude, life happens. You have your dream wedding all planned, but her wedding is probably just as important to her. That's a big expenditure and she has plans. Saving for two to three years for someone else's wedding, that is a big ask. Golden Nebula says, you're the asshole. People have their own lives outside of your wedding. COVID hit a lot of people's pocketbooks badly and a lot of people may not be able to recover for a while. She's got to look at the bigger picture. She doesn't need to put herself into debt for you. This is the price you pay for a destination wedding. If you want her there so much, offer to pay for her. And Beat Blip Black Bloop says, you're the asshole and quotes, I felt like she was putting me in a position to choose between the wedding I've been dreaming of for the past two years and having my best friend there. Then goes on to say, you put yourself in that position by having a destination wedding. If you're going to make people travel and spend a significant amount of their own money and time to attend your wedding, you're going to have to accept that many people are not going to attend. And Dwight McRamathon says, this is what happens when you have this type of wedding. You're the asshole if you think everyone can take so much time off work for this. Most weddings are one day PTO, maybe two if it's midweek. An international trip is at least a week. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Is OP the asshole for expecting their friend to go to their destination wedding? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Story. And our next story comes from Sugar Rush 599 who says, "Am I the asshole for no longer handing my son his allowance after I found out my husband's been taking it?" My son, 10, recently started receiving allowance from me since his dad is unemployed and also because my son likes to have his own money to spend on stuff he wants. The problem is that I discovered by accident that my husband has been taking the money from our son to buy his own stuff like cigarettes or a drink. He'd approach our son whenever he has money and tell him he'll buy him what he wants but ends up spending the money on something else. Something for him, not our son. Our son obviously cannot drive by himself and buy his own stuff, so my husband offers to buy stuff for him using, of course, his allowance. I'm a nurse working long shifts most of the time, so I'm not always home. Every time our son wants something, my husband would be like, hey bud, you want a few bags of Doritos for you and the other kids? I'll stop by the supermarket and get them for you then. That would be an amount of dollars. Then our son gives him the money, but never receives his Doritos, rinse and repeat. This went on for two months till my son told me. Turns out my husband asked not to tell mummy because she'd get mad at him and he'll be in trouble and promised to get him his stuff, but he never does. I had a big fight with my husband about it. He said it wasn't a big deal since he always ends up getting our son the stuff he wants 99% of the time. He told me to consider this as gas money since he drives XXX kilometers to the supermarket to buy what our son wants. I shamed him for taking advantage of our son and taking the money that was meant for him and said he was acting like a thief, but worse when stealing from his own son. I then said I won't be handing our son any allowance anymore and my husband said I was overreacting and punishing our son for no reason. I said I'll handle our son's needs from now on, but he argued that I can't when I'm busy working all the time. I said it was none of his business and walked out the room. He kept nagging me saying, my son will resent me if I stop handing him money, but I refuse to engage any further in the argument and the guilt tripping. He keeps calling me heartless and financially controlling to take away the allowance. Am I the asshole? Coming into this story, I thought from the title, I thought it was going to be like one of these situations where the parents have recently split. So, you know, son was going to visit their dad and he had some money with him and the dad was spending it. But she's still with the husband and I'm, I'm just questioning why this guy is stealing from your son, stealing and then tries to manipulate you at the very end saying your son will resent you if you stop handing him money. And it just feels like this is so much deeper when I was reading through this, you know, the desperation to try and get his son to have money so he could basically steal it off him is extreme. But maybe I'm going too far there. But your little birdie says, not the asshole. And I think your problem is way deeper than the allowance issue. What your husband is doing is a real breach of trust. Carly Geek says, not the asshole. This is very concerning behavior. He's stealing from your son. Have your son lie to you and now he's harassing and trying to manipulate you. I understand that this post is just a snapshot of your relationship, but is this honestly the marriage you want? Is this the role model you want for your son? Primary criticism says, not the asshole. This is the tree that hides the forest of problems in your marriage. If you can't trust your husband not to take advantage of your son when you're at work. I hope you don't have an account in your kid's name your husband can access. 
Leslie Love says not the asshole. What I would do is one, start a savings account with just you and your son's name on it. Put his allowance in there and show him so he can see the accumulation of funds. Plus, it may earn interest. Anyhow, when he wants something, you take the cash out. Two, file for divorce. Your husband is beyond repair. Am I the asshole? Superfan says, not the asshole. Who did you marry? He's grifting his own 10-year-old son for cigarettes. I have no words except divorce. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Dog Walker, Am I the Arsehole? Title, Am I the Arsehole for walking one neighbor's dog but not the other neighbor's dogs? Or more specifically, how I reacted after being pestered for literal months. So a little context, I, 36 male, moved into my current home a little over five years ago. And my elderly neighbor, she's like 86 now, so around 81 where I started, has issues walking her dog. 10 year old, his name's Frank. I first noticed when I was out on a run and saw her having troubles picking up after her Frank. So I offered to help her out by walking him when I go out for exercise and run slash jogs in the afternoons. She gladly accepted and we've had a pretty good relationship since then. A new neighbor moved in about eight months ago and she has three dogs. She saw me go into the elderly neighbor's house to grab Frank. I have a key since neighbor got tired of having to answer the door when I come around. She's usually either cooking something or watching TV when I come around and she asked what that was all about. So I told her I walk Frank every day when I go out for a jog. She then asked me if I could do the same for her three dogs and I said no. She asked why and I told her her elder neighbor is like really old and can't properly walk Frank, so I offered to help. You, on the other hand, relatively young, not sure on exact age, so you can walk your own dogs. She was upset by this and said she's a single mother and can't walk her dogs all the time when raising her kids. I told her that sucks, but not really my problem. She was not okay with this. Ever since then, new neighbor keeps asking me to walk her dogs and I keep saying no. And then yesterday happened. She hosted a little Halloween party for her kids and I went out to grab Frank for our walk and she yells out, hey, we're kind of busy over here. Do you mind walking my dogs today? So I got angry. Literally every time she sees me, she asks and yelled back, how many times do I have to say no? Like damn woman, this is like the 300th time and it's only been eight months. Walk your own damn dogs like damn and just continued walking Frank came home to a pretty aggressive letter saying I didn't need to be an asshole and saying that I need more compassion for single mothers, blah, blah, blah. It was like a really long letter. Here's hoping she doesn't ask again. So wanted some judgment. Am I the asshole for not walking that neighbor's dogs but still walk Frank? Or more specifically, am I the asshole for losing my call for being asked again last night? Absolutely not the arsehole and well done for you for spotting someone who needed some assistance in your area and helping them out. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And it's one of the ones where I try to picture the situation. You know, I can picture your, the typical typical neighborhood road through middle two sides and this neighbor shouting at you, can you walk my dog next every time you go past? And I think, what goes through that person's head? What are they thinking that they're entitled to your time for you to walk that dog, even though you've already explained in the past why you're walking Frank. It makes no sense how these people's brains work, honestly. But <laughs> let's move to the comments to see what they say. With Lexi the G who says, not the asshole, no means no. She asked, you answered. She asked again, you answered. She tried to publicly shame you into doing something and you stuck to your guns. 
OP replies that saying I really wish she just backed off for the first time she asked and I had said no. It got to the point where I was thinking of installing like a doggy door from elderly neighbor yard into my yard so I can then start to walk by exiting my backyard gate that paces a sidewalk so I can potentially just not see new neighbor like at all. Still kind of tempted to do that since I love Frank and it's kind of awkward entering neighbor's home and she's like passed out on the couch. Lovely Lady M says not the asshole. The single mum put herself in the situation of owning a dog, being single and having children. The old person cannot help being gold. It's very straightforward. Freckled Daywalker says not the asshole. Being short on time and being physically challenged are two entirely different things. I can kind of see asking the first time, but when you said no, she should have left it alone. Haunting Row 3961 says not the arsehole. Seriously, she sure did have a lot of time to write you a long letter. <laughs> Cherry Popcorn Goddess says not the arsehole. What the fuck? She's a choosing beggar. You were sweet to one person who needed it. That was lovely. I don't get these people who, upon seeing someone else do a kind act, automatically assume they are obligated to do the same for everyone else. Hey, record her throwing a fit and post it up to choosing beggars. Lol. <laughs> Forward Plenty says not the asshole. Pretty disturbing that someone is that entitled to think that just because you walk one dog that you are just going to walk every Tom, Dick and Harry's dog in the neighborhood. It doesn't work that way. I'm thinking that in the future, she doesn't even deserve acknowledgement that she exists. Just walk on by. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you deal with that situation? And what are your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the channel every single day. It's absolutely incredible. Never forget what changes you make. It's amazing. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.